0: News.
1: It's 11 o'clock. I'm Ben Che. Tonight's headlines. The number of COVID deaths in Hong Kong passes the 1,000 mark, with another record daily toll of new infections. A mainland expert stresses that he's here only to advise the local administration. It's up to the government to decide how to act. And ahead of the two sessions' meetings in Beijing, authorities dismiss overseas claims about the effect of COVID policies on supply chains. The Centre for Health Protection says a further 144 patients have died of COVID-19, while a further 42 people who died earlier have been added to the official toll. It takes takes the total number of COVID deaths in the SAR past the 1,000 mark. Officials also reported more than 56,000 new cases, another record high. The Centre's Albert Au says figures are likely to rise when a delayed online platform for reporting self-test results
2: arrives. Our information technology colleagues uh, as well as uh, colleagues from the OGO is working on this uh, platform and will be launched uh, in due course. So before the launching of this platform, Currently, all the confirmed cases, we only count the cases tested positive by RTPCR, but not including the RAT. We estimate that there might be hundreds of thousands of people tested positive by RAT, but we could not obtain that information at this moment. The Correctional Services Department
1: says it has to suspend all visits for the next two weeks. A department spokesman said a 1,000 prison officials can't go to work for now because they either have COVID or are close contact of a confirmed patient. The CHP's Albert L. also says about 400 prisoners have caught COVID recently.
2: The CSD has implemented measures to keep these cases in isolation uh, in designated facilities, and as well as arranging quarantine for their close contacts, many their other roommates in the same cells, to put them under quarantine in designated facilities, so as to stop uh, the or ongoing propagations inside the prisons.
1: A senior mainland health official says he's in Hong Kong only to give advice, but the SAR government will make all decisions. Liang Wanian from the National Health Commission has been in town since Monday. He told reporters that he can't make exact recommendations yet because he's still learning about the local situation. Mr Liang says it's understandable that people are anxious, but he's sure Hong Kong can overcome the epidemic because the SAR is experienced and has Beijing's backing. Microbiologist and government advisor Yun Kuo-yong has warned that this month's planet-territory-wide mandatory testing exercise likely won't do much to bring the pandemic under control. Professor Yoon said that the mainland experience had shown that universal testing was effective, but not with cases at the current level and a relative shortage of isolation facilities. All these contact tracing measures, sewage sample testing and universal testing, The most effective time to do them is not when you have tens of thousands of cases, but when you have dozens of cases. If our isolation facilities aren't enough and you do it, the effect should be very low. If you're getting 50,000 cases daily and you go and conduct universal testing, I think it won't be very helpful. The University of Hong Kong scholar says it's better to strengthen social distancing and test the population when the daily case number falls. A spokesman for the nation's top advisory body, the CPPCC, has dismissed suggestions that the country's zero-COVID strategy has disrupted global supply chains. Guo Weimin was speaking at a press conference in Beijing, held a day before the start of the annual two-sessions meetings. Pointing to recent overseas media reports on supply chains, Mr Guo said he found their conclusion that China was to blame for disruptions to be misleading thanks to the right measures adopted to meet the COVID challenge china has taken the lead in restoring economic growth and helped keep global industrial supply chains largely
2: stable last year
1: both china's foreign trade volume and international market share scaled a historical new high this has injected a strong impetus to the recovery of global trade And on to the weather, mainly cloudy. Tomorrow will be misty in the morning and at night. The outlook, warm and misty in the next few days. Currently, it's 19 degrees Celsius. The relative humidity is standing at 86%. RTHK, the time is now 5 minutes past 11. The Permanent Secretary for Constitutional and Mainland Affairs, Roy Tang, says the government has no plans for a further delay to the chief executive election after it was pushed back from this month to May. At a LegCo panel meeting, several lawmakers, including Chi Yun, asked whether another postponement was on the cards if the pandemic doesn't ease. Mr Tang said the administration was not authorized to delay the selection of a new leader beyond the end of the current government's term.
2: Regarding the date of the election, it's the government's only plan. As to other plans, I hope the Honorable Mr Tick would understand that the SAR government must act in accordance with the law, such as the requirements of the basic law. The government's power to amend laws is limited by the basic law. That's why any arrangement that goes beyond July 1st is not within the remit of the ESIR government. I think we all understand that. The
1: Retail Management Association says the pain suffered by businesses during the fifth wave of the pandemic is worse than death. As Joanne Wong reports, the association says appeals to landlords for rent cuts haven't gone very far. The Retail Management Association says its members have received major rent cuts from only one developer, while two others offered partial rent concessions. That followed repeated calls on landlords to help ease the pain of struggling businesses. The association's chairwoman Annie Yao Zhe told a radio program that some landlords didn't even respond to the shops. The grim picture painted by the association came as new data showed Hong Kong's private sector contracted for a second month and at a faster pace. IHS Markets Purchasing Manager's Index for the SAR came in at 42.9 in February, down from 48.9 in January. A figure below 50 represents contraction. The transport secretary insists there's no need for people to panic by. Frank Chan assured the public that Hong Kong has sufficient supply of fresh food from the mainland. Here's Francis Sit Supermarket shelves have been stripped bare in recent days over fears of an imminent citywide lockdown but the transport chief insisted things are under control. Uh, French told an RTHK radio program that the government has asked the mainland to send more fresh goods to the SAR. He said, for example, the supply of chilled pork on Wednesday was nearly twice the normal amount. Mr. Chen added that supplies are arriving in Hong Kong via land, sea and rail, and officials can arrange more train trips if needed. The transport secretary said officials are still working out the details of an upcoming mass testing exercise, and they will take into account that people will still need to get hold of daily necessities. People have been snapping up anti-fever drugs amid the surge in COVID cases, but the president of the Society of Hospital Pharmacists of Hong Kong, William Choi, says local drug makers are finding it difficult to keep up with demand.
2: Some of the uh, local manufacturers, they express their view that the situation they are facing is not enough raw material of paracetamol. That's why they want the government to to help them to, for, for example, to facilitate the delivery of more material of paracetamol to Hong Kong. Because uh, the local drug manufacturers, they also manufacture, uh, manufacture the paracetamol in Hong Kong and so that the uh, products can be made available to the community and also to the public hospitals.
1: A top researcher at the University of Hong Kong has suggested that the authorities screen the city's population for COVID more frequently using a combination of both nucleic acid and rapid antigen tests when a mass testing exercise is expected to take place later
2: this month. Sean Kennedy reports. A recent joint study by HKU and mainland and US institutions simulated the virus transmission in a community of 100,000 people and found that if 90% of the population were tested for COVID every three days, transmission could be eliminated within two to three months. But only doing an antigen screening every two weeks would eventually result in half of the population getting infected. A co-author of the study, HKU Vice President Max Shen, recommended that the authorities use the pooled sampling method – by testing five specimens in one go during the mass screening exercise. Using this method, he believes it would take four to five days to complete the first round of PCR screening. Professor Shen added that daily antigen tests are needed to expedite the testing process. The government has been urged to devise
1: new isolation and quarantine rules for bus and train workers to address worsening transport disruptions. The MTR Corporation is reducing services and almost 100 bus routes will be suspended from tomorrow after workers contracted the coronavirus. Transport commentator James Ockenden of Transit Jam says officials should consider changing regulations to get people back to work quickly.
2: We're talking about a very select group here and a very important group. I mean, bus drivers are essential to keep uh, the city moving. So I think we really should be treating them, you know, not quite on a par with medical workers, but, you know, on that level, not treating them as just general citizens or or like supermarket workers, I guess, are, are another level down, but also also important to keep things going, particularly if they're close contacts and not actually sick themselves. I mean, then we really need to, to shorten that and use the RATs and really use every technology and innovation we have at our disposal, to, to get them back to work as soon as possible.
1: Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky has promised that his country will be rebuilt and Russia will be made to pay financially for the destruction it's been causing. In a video statement, he also praised the courage of those defending the country. We are a nation that broke the enemy's
2: plans in a week. Plans that have been built for years, despicable, with hatred for our country, for our people, for any people who have two things, freedom and heart. But we stopped them, we beat them. Our military, our border guards,
1: our territorial defence, even ordinary farmers captured the Russian military
2: every day. And they all say the same thing. They don't know why they're here.
1: Mr. Zelensky's comment comes as fighting continues in and around cities in eastern, southern and northern Ukraine. The capital, Kiev, saw major explosions overnight. Meanwhile, the port of Mariupol continues to be shelled. Deputy Mayor Sergei Orlov has accused the Russians of targeting civilian infrastructure, but insists they remain in control of the city.
2: They still defending the city, so the, um, the fighting contact line goes by the borders of the city. So internally, the city is uh, totally controlled by Ukrainian uh, police and uh, army. And the fighting is uh, around the city, because the city is blocked from three sides. We can say that we are surrounded by Russian troops.
1: Russia's Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov has sought to justify the invasion. At a news conference, he repeated Moscow's view that Ukraine's aspirations to join NATO represented a threat to Russia's security and hit out at the West.
2: They are listening to us, but they're not hearing us, and they're trying to force on us their own understanding of how Europe should live henceforth. To be honest, the following comparisons simply come to mind for me. At one time, both Napoleon and Hitler set the task of subjugating Europe. Now the Americans have taken over.
1: In a dramatic U-turn, the International Paralympic Committee has said that athletes from Russia and Belarus will not be allowed to compete at the 2022 Winter Paralympic Games, which begin this weekend. The BBC's Dan Rowan reports. On the eve of the opening ceremony in Beijing, this is a stunning late U-turn by the International Paralympic Committee. Yesterday, despite mounting pressure to ban athletes from Russia and Belarus, it sparked an outcry by allowing them to compete in the event, albeit as neutrals, claiming that was as far as its rules would allow. But today, the decision was dramatically reversed. Claiming they'd been put in a unique and impossible position, the IPC said multiple teams were threatening to withdraw from the event and that the situation in the athlete's village was escalating, making ensuring the safety of athletes untenable. In English football, Everton have suspended their commercial sponsorship arrangements with Russian companies part owned by Alisher Uzmanov following the attack on Ukraine. The billionaire has had his assets frozen by the European Union. The Everton manager, Frank Lampard, says he has faith in the people making decisions for the club. I think I, in the short time that I've been at the club, and working personally with the people who really match at the club, and I say I interviewed with the board, and I've got a, a close relationship with the board. I had absolute faith that they would make they were making the right decisions as they see them in the right way. The way we behaved last Saturday against Manchester City, I thought we were one of the forerunners of 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 behaving well um, and showing solidarity and, and uh, unity and in the right way. And and I think today again is a, in a, in a, is a show of of us as a club doing the right thing. And it's a suspension, as as the statement said today, and I think it was the right thing to do. And that's the news from RTHK.
0: out to get me. Now that's the way it seems. Disappointment holiday all my dreams. And then I saw her face. Now I'm a believer. I heard her trace. i out in And try. And all you get is pain. When I needed sunshine, I got rain. Oh, then I saw her face. Now I'm a believer, not a dream.
2: been played at a few parties over the years i'm pretty sure the monkeys i'm a believer it was updated by vic reeves and bob mortimer and emf and i'm a believer their version i think uh, smash mouth had a go at it as well if I'm how you doing this thursday night here it is here in hong kong the dying embers friday just literally around the corner after the midnight news then, of course, it's our sentimental journey, as always. Mondays to Fridays at five past midnight, and it's all here on RTHK3. Want to be in touch? Radio Pete at Gmail is the way to go about it. Still got one or two requests to come in, and uh, Gilbert's coming up as well. Also, Michael looking for the Stuntland Vocal Band's Afternoon Delight. What a great call that is. That'll be coming up within the next few minutes.
0: <laughs>